0: Hello and welcome to the Beautifully Human podcast. I'm Nick Sheesby. In this podcast, I speak with beautiful humans from all around the world, sharing with you their incredible stories, revealing the power in every human story to spread love and humanity to a world that is in desperate need of it, to show that we can all connect in beautiful ways, no matter where we come from or what we look like. What you will find out is that we are all beautifully human. Let's all be beautifully human.
1: How has the journey of the podcast so far gone?
0: Yeah, man, it's been, it's been cool. I, I've been really enjoying it. It's, it's just really enriching, you know, like the whole premise of it is just speaking with people from all over the world and listening to their stories and, and communicating. So, you know, I've been having really beautiful conversations.
1: That's fun. Yeah, thank you for reaching out and contacting us. That's
0: really exciting. Yeah, yeah. I I was I I just signed up for the Audrey site and it was like, all right, I'm gonna start looking around. And I saw YouTube's podcast and I was like, yes, I want to see what I can do and see if I could speak with you guys. So I'm 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 super happy that you're on. I was I was listening to um, the one about um, unfuck your spirituality. I, Uh I listened to that one last night
1: what did you think i
0: i i really loved it I think it's i think it's super cool I think just the whole like the whole mission that you guys are that that you both are working on towards i think is really important because i grew up i grew up in a a Christian home so i you know I have my own spiritual and religious traumas from <laughs> from childhood mm-hmm. so I know so many people have those kind of traumas and I think it's, I think it's beautiful what you, you both are doing.
2: Yeah. Thank thank Yeah. I I, I think, I think most of the world has some religious trauma. I think everybody has trauma and religion is definitely a way that has things that has been used. It's it's a form that has been used to like perpetuate some trauma. Yeah. Um, so yes, it's definitely something I think that most people can relate to in some way or other. Mm -hmm. Um, so we're happy to be doing that, but yeah. Thank you.
0: Yeah. And uh, Yeah, like you said, everyone has trauma, but I, I feel like majority of people have had some brush with it in the form of
2: religion. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. For sure. So, I mean, our country, right? Our co- like like it's supposed to be church and state, it's supposed to be separate. It isn't. And so we are, you know, yeah. a Christian country. Like there's no way we can get away from it. Yeah. So yes, I even mean, if people aren't raised religious, they're still.
0: Right. Right. I mean, they're inundated with it nonstop. And,
2: yes, and yeah. a lot of rights are talked about like this is not what, you know, God or, or or it doesn't deem it to be normal, especially with queerness, you know. Sure. Like there's a lot of that which is just like in in our society in general. There's a lot of that just comes from all these voices and they connect it to the Bible and the you know, and God's teachings and Jesus and yeah. so there's definitely a lot of ways everybody's had a brush with it. So yeah but I'm sorry about your
0: religious drama. No, I mean, it it is what it is, you know, like I was, I was born into it. And, um, it's funny. I was talking to my, my partner's, uh, parents about it last night and we were sitting there and we, you know, we were talking politics, which also always lends itself right into religion in these days. Yeah. And, you know, it was just, it was, it was, to me, I just didn't understand it. I just didn't like what I understood with it was like, okay, all religions were supposed to love and accept everybody. Right. Mm. That's like where, where it starts off at. So to me, that makes sense. I I get, I can fully understand that. I can get behind that 100%. I don't need a religion to tell me that, but if people do, that's cool. But like the fucked up part is where it's gone. You know, like I grew up in Ohio. It's a very, small town midwestern vibe you know so it's it's very trumpy it's very close-minded and we just didn't have much much difference there we it was it was a very white community and so like I was seeing these people who were supposed to be these like beacons of of religion and everything I was seeing was just so shallow and they were telling me not to like this person or not not to like somebody you know because a man loves a man and that's wrong like why Why is that wrong you know like and there was never any explanation it was just like the bible says it so it's mm-hmm. wrong mm-hmm. and i just never yeah. i didn't i couldn't i couldn't get behind it
1: yeah
2: yeah yeah
1: i saw the i saw yesterday a tweet by somebody i don't really know who he was i just know that he's some kind of like religious influencer kind of thing he had like his twitter verified and everything and he was basically sharing, do not trust any religion that tells you that you can be whoever you were, that you can be whoever you are. Something like that. Basically saying, if somebody tells you that you can, be, you can come as, as you are and you can come wholly to the religious service or to, the, to your spiritual practice, you shouldn't trust that. And uh, I feel like, wow, like there's somebody in a podium, like sharing that, right? That you have to be like something that you're not in order to like connect with God. So it is really, it can be very dangerous.
2: Well, his message was that religion should make you be something that you aren't. Is that what you're there saying? There you
1: go. Something oh, like yeah. that. Yeah. You and cannot come used- as you are. You cannot to come as not- you are. That's That's the thing. Be be, oh, wow. be careful with whoever shares that. You can you can come however you are. Because that's not a real
2: religion. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Yeah.
1: Wow.
2: <laughs> that's really like an overt way of just being like, oh, this is the shit that, sorry, I don't know, cursing, but, but yeah, this is the, yeah. like, yeah, this is what we're, like, kind of trying to fight against, or this is what we're saying is yes. the bad part of right. religious groups. Like, yeah. this is exactly, like, very clearly just be like, oh, you can't. Yeah. That's, like, wow.
0: Yeah, I mean, yeah. So, you know, and yeah, so so like my my trauma was simply just like me having to like learn that these people that were above me were just not living to what I thought they were. So, you know, it was it was very traumatic as a kid just like looking at these people yeah. and being like there's no depth to this. So, I can't even imagine yeah. you know, anyone in the LGBTQ community that's dealing with just fully being not accepted cuz like Yeah. For me, I'm a, I'm a white, straight male, so it was fine. You know, all all across the board, I was good, except that I didn't join in and, like, fully go for it. That was, like, my only, like, what are you doing? You know, so, I mean, my trauma was just the fact of finding out those realities of, like, this isn't really what it seems yeah. to be. Mm-hmm. So tell me about you, yeah. know, you. you all's journey through that.
2: Yeah, we'll talk about. So, so we're getting. I love that we're just getting directly into trauma. Thank you for sharing a little bit of your. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> because that's kind of what where we go. Talia, um, do you want to start? Or should I go? go. Uh, you go. You go. Okay. So I grew up. Uh, so I'm Jewish, and I grew up in a Hasidic uh, home in in Brooklyn, and so which is like a similar way is that the people around me and everybody is like lives the way I do and looks the way I do and is like you know. And so, like, it's not even just, like, everyone's Jewish. Everyone's ascetic, and everyone's this sect, and everybody, you know? So I know, like, this is my world. And then when you start questioning, like, little holes in that world, you're like, oh, this doesn't make sense, and this doesn't feel right. And I know somebody else, and they're nice too, but they're not part of our world. And all those little questions that you have, and then the questions that I had about also religion and about who says, like, God and Judaism, and, like, just starting to, like, try to do some critical thinking and see, like... What's out there? And why are we saying that this is the right way? And, and you know, because yeah. that's, that's that's one very um, – that's a theme that we come across. Every religion, every organized religion says the same thing, that they're right. This is the right way to be, yeah. right? So, like – so, in my thing, I was just like, why is this the right thing to be? Like – so, it's questioning and then understanding that other people are saying that. And so – but when I voiced those questions, that's, you know, uh, the response wasn't positive, right? It's like of trying course. to shut up my question. Yeah. And then for me, I also question what it meant to be a woman in mm-hmm. my, in my community. And we have very, it's a very gendered society, which in general, like as I'm in this society now and more of the secular society, it's not that different in that community. It's very overt, mm-hmm. but in the world, like we're still very much right. Like it's still very much that way. And so. I would question, what is that like? Like, what does it mean, right? And why do women do this and men do this? And why, like the roles of women and just the way that we understand women to be. And and and, and we're very much prepped for like uh, marriage and children and family. But it was a lot of just like, you know, so my questioning was also like, oh, as a woman. So one, I'm questioning the community and like Judaism and following, and that's like a threat and makes other people think. And then I'm also questioning like, my role in society and as a woman. So like it was doubly kind of threatening to them. The response there is what made, what was my biggest struggle. So the response that I got from them is what made me feel for the first time like, oh, I'm not accepted the way I am. This is my, you know, and I believed in God at the time. And I was just like, why would God put this in my head? Put these questions in my head if I can't ask them. It was very much like this, uh, uh, like a a mind shock and a lot of like self doubt and like being like, I am somehow wrong. Sure. And that came to a headway when I I, I I got to, so this is a story I share often, but I got to, um, I ended up going to seminary, a Hebrew seminary, which, because I wanted to study more, so which was, I had to fight for that, because in my community, the girls didn't go to seminary, because they didn't study, they studied a limited amount, and then got married, and yeah. I need, I wanted to study more, so I went to England, and I went for two years to Hebrew seminary, and what came to a headway was, one of the rabbis told me, it's a shame you weren't born male. Because as a woman, this is not necessary. Holy and then shit. And for the first yeah, so for the first time, this was an overt message of like what I had always been feeling. Wow. But that message of like, oh, and I didn't it was I wasn't I'm not struggling with my like gender identity. It's I, I my struggle was and actually kind of continues to be an exploration of what does it so mean? What what is all this gender construct that we put on people of how we we're supposed to perform gender, right? And all of that yeah. and like just gender as a social construct, all of that stuff. But that was my like li- my like struggle continuously more than my sexuality. Sexuality didn't come until much later. Okay. But it was mostly of like trying to fit into a box and I being like, I don't fit here. And then going into like a place that I thought was a bigger box, like seminary. It's scholarly. It, it wasn't Hasidic, so it was Jewish but not Hasidic and Orthodox but not like my family. So I was already a little bit of a rebel. I was like, yeah. oh, this is cool. I'm meeting people from around the world This is global, you know, like I travel. And then being like, that's exactly, like he just nailed it. That feeling of like, it's a shin you weren't born male because it's a woman, it's not necessary. Right, just like that. So to me, that, that, that's my journey. And uh, yeah, I'm going to let Polite talk because <laughs> I feel like I'm just sharing. that's
0: That is just, the fact that somebody said that out loud to you is so fucked.
2: He's such a good man too. Like this was a rabbi that I so respected. Like some rabbis are just like you know they're human beings. Everybody's human, and some of them are just like, oh, okay, he's just speaking, and he's not actually living that way. This rabbi, he's like his name is actually I don't, he's not going to listen to this, but his name is Rabbi Angel. That's literally the name, okay? Oh, wow. Angel. So he was, and but he literally was this like good human being. Yeah. Very like. Very kind, very loving. To hear it from him, it wasn't like he was bashing me. It was like he's finally telling me what everyone's kind of been trying to tell me. Yeah. But it was such a weird thing because he wasn't doing it to, like, be mean. But it's it's crazy that he would even – that that's the reality. He was just stating the truth. Sure. the truth was there. Wow. In the community. You know, like, being like, this doesn't work. And if you were a boy, then this would be like you would have a Gemara cup, which is, like, a good thing. You would be a, a strong learner, which would be a positive thing. But as a woman, we don't need to think that way because I would study Torah and I would like be a scholar as a man. But as a woman, that wasn't my there was no role for me with that. Right. So he meant it in that way. But it was just, yeah, it's 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 messed up.
0: Damn. Yeah. Wow. That. Wow. (laughs) That is unbelievable that's so yeah yeah all right
2: it's wild what we do to like try to get people to fit like what 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 ideas we have of how people's roles should be just Preempted like when they're born like of course yeah who you're gonna what your life is gonna look like and if you're any different like yeah if you're like the nicest way is to say oh it's a shame the meanest way is to be like this is awful, you're horrible, which right. people get too, right? Yeah, yeah. And this was just like, oh, it's just a shame. <laughs> like, it's oh, just a terrible. <laughs> yeah. Like, it is just God a pity. God made a mistake, you know, Yikes. just a fucking pity, yeah. Oh, my God. And like like
1: Melissa was saying, that's something that we have found, like, not only, like, we've kind of, like, compared traditions in one of our episodes with the Forbidden Apple, and we, we discussed different ideas of what a family is in a Catholic home or in a Hasidic home. And yes. uh, a lot of the things were very kind of like common factors, you know, they're very like uh, similar in a lot of ways, very patriarchal and uh, it's like what they say about like the fish and when the fish is surrounded by water, they cannot see any, they cannot see the water that Mm -hmm. they're in and um, I mean, it's a good reminder that we all have like different like beliefs that are like so well constructed because of our parents, because of society, because of religion and it's kind of like can be so difficult to destroy that and to build it from scratch yeah like we have had a lot of guests that have done that including including ourselves now through the podcast we're really like reimagining what everything looks like and similarly to me my experience was also that kind of like questions that are not being answered um things that i don't resonate with words that seem like so like eccentric and so elevated that they leave you little space for you to resonate with it. You know, it's it's basically like they take it so out of like the human experience that it's very difficult for me to be like, okay, this ritual where we go to church every Sunday and repeat these words in this certain way. And it really left really, really little space for for being your own person and sure. for like really putting an intention behind it that we have discovered that it's really so important to have an intention behind everything that you do and so many so so many of us, including us I'm, I'm probably sure that like because of the influence that religion has had on us, we forget about that we forgot about that that kind of like okay, why are you doing this and yeah. what are you trying to transform in your life by doing this because spirituality and religion are at the end of the day they're for transformative purposes for the human being right yeah so me not finding that. And me not being able to relate with it, and not wanting to be just like another generation of, of, of like sheep that will not find its own meaning, mm-hmm. I really diverted from from religion. I started as when I when my parents allowed me actually, because it was not until like I was old, and I had the skills that I had to study or things like that. Like I had to be like religiously <laughs> attending the 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 Sunday uh, mass, right? And. Um, then I was able to come out free in in so many other ways. So it was like a very slow process of kind of like taking away like the adoctrination in a way, and 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 at the same time, it's like you don't even you're not even aware that you have that
0: oh, in yeah. you.
1: Um, so it's still a process sometimes when I, without wanting, <laughs> like you know, like my own like old Catholic self has like guilt about something or judges somebody like on a you know it's almost in like not not really consciously but it's on the back of your head and it's like oh but why am i doing this why am i judging this person because of x or y and at the end of the day it comes from that so yeah. it's just something that we have to be aware of and be mindful yeah mm-hmm.
0: yeah. i mean i 100 percent know that that's a lot of the reason of why this country is where it's at right now is because of those preconceived yes. judgments that are put on them because you know a lot of people like you said that you, ju- you sit there and you do it and you go, what the fuck was that all about? And then you go, oh, it was that again. And it's just creeping in your mind because it was there. Like mm. we didn't have the choice of where we're born. Nobody does or what, what right. you're born into. So what you're taught until you start to have your own thoughts and form your own opinions, that's already in there, you know, and you can't change that when you're learning. So mm-hmm. to to get that out of your head fully, I mean... It's a, it's a hell of a process.
2: It's like a lifelong, it's like lifelong work, right? To continue to like make, because not only are we then, I mean, this is like from childhood, like you were saying, we don't have a choice, right? And we're all born where, where we're born. It's so crazy to me that like, you're born Catholic and you're born Republican or you're born like Democrat, you're born like something else. Or you're like, yeah. it's wild. You don't get a choice. It's yeah. like, this is the family I'm raising. And Boom. So, but it also, I think if we look at it that way, it also helps us understand other people and why they're the way they are. Right. Yeah. And so when we're saying, how can you support Trump? Understand where they were raised, understand, you know, the, understand who they are and what made them be who they are the same way that you are understanding who you are, like totally. get an idea. So I think it it can help us understand that and, oh, yeah. and bring it together. Um, but it's wild to me that that happens, but also, it continues to happen, right? Yeah. There's a narrative that continuously, you know, that we went into like, and people are talking about it, but cancel culture. It's like, this is black and white. This is good, this is bad. We became the like new, you know, the religion. Like there's so the many new ways, morals. Like, yeah. The new morals. Or like, oh, you're wearing a mask, you're not wearing mask. you're evil, you're not. Like, right. I can have a party indoors, but wear a mask outdoors, but I'm gonna judge you because you're not wearing a mask here. Like, yeah, you know, and, and, and it's not like my personal opinion. It's just like, stop. Hurting, hating on people right. and black and white like views and seeing them being like this is bad this is wrong I'm okay it's just like everyone has their understanding and right. like understanding that is the only way that we can get into dialogue Totally. Being, like let's try to look out for each other you know like yeah yeah but yeah, it's still there. It's like yeah. continuous work. We need to continuously be like, let's think about this. Let's yeah. do some critical thinking. Yeah. And be, let's be kind.
0: Of, yes. Massive. Like, we need a massive wave of love and kindness. 100%. Yeah. But you know, I, to your point, I, you know, whenever I'm speaking to anyone, because I, I love having conversations, I really do. I want to listen to these people, I want to understand, because I, I, re- I just really don't on this one. There's been other people yeah. where I'm like, yeah okay, I can see it. If you're like this charismatic leader and I get that, I see why people follow certain people. This one, I'm, I'm in the dark on it. I don't get oh, it a hundred percent. But I also, when I talk to people, I put my family in that, that aspect, like my mom and dad, I, I mm-hmm. can, and where I came from. Most of the people I grew up with are still on that yeah. side of the envelope. So I sit there and I'm, I'm not attacking the person. And I say, yeah. I get it. I know where you're coming from cuz this is where I came from. This is what I was raised in. Like I know like yeah. I know what you were raised in, but like tell me why. Tell me yeah. why in your own words you are thinking what you're thinking. Cuz I like you can tell me the Bible, yeah. you can tell me what Fox News, you can tell me what any other person, but like tell me what you have formulated in your mind. And then yeah. I'll then then we have a conversation. Then we can yeah. start working towards some sort of understanding. But until you move past that, you know, but but I also understand that, like, you know, wherever you're at, like I'm in Nashville and in my little bubble of Nashville, Mm. it is a very like minded population in my little sector of it. So Mm -hmm. all my friends, all the people that I know in my little bubble are all like minded thinking like me, you go 10 minutes down the road and it is not that way. But, you know, mm, yeah. anywhere you're at, you can get into your bubble. So I do understand just like being around those people. It's nice and easy. You don't have to think. You don't have to challenge yourself. So it it, it makes sense why people just like coast through it.
2: Oh, for yeah. sure. For sure. But also like it is painful yeah. when you're coming out of that bubble and like everything feels like it's falling apart. So like, right. So like asking that question, it's a great it's a great way to just get people to be like. Let's think about this. Let's think what I really like believe in or why I'm doing this. But, but then they're kind of especially if they're in a bubble of like-minded people that they're left alone with those thoughts, and then you're seeing it all, and then you're left with anger and confusion and all of that stuff. So it's it's a process that like we each have to go through. But it's it's understandable why some people are so resistant to that because it's change is scary. And yeah, it's, for sure. I, and we all are.
1: We yeah. all are in some kind of bubble. Yeah. And we all are like uh, unaware of certain things that are going yes. on around us. And sometimes also it is difficult to have a conversation with people who think differently and more and more with oh, yeah. social media and oh, yeah. and just being able to like, especially now that we are not really having contact, like societal yeah. contact as we used to, you can just block somebody of your life because you're not going to see them in person just with a button, you know? Yeah. And just because they think something yes. that you are not thinking. Yeah. So that only not leaves you in like a bubble where everybody thinks the same things that you do, but like, you're going to think that everybody thinks the same things that you do, and you're gonna like. I, I don't know where I read that basically, like, a lot of people that like have this kind of like arguments, like they will have like an 80 percent of things that they are uh, they have in common, but then like that 20 percent of things will they're despair. Uh, maybe for example, like one being Republican and one being like Democrat yeah. or, or any other thing, like that doesn't allow them to discover that 80 percent of things that they have in common, yeah.
2: yeah.
0: And it, it, that just makes me so yeah. sad, you know, and like again, another, another purpose of this, this for me, you know, I, have been very fortunate to travel a lot, not necessarily this year, obviously, but, um, just in my life, I've been able to travel a lot and I just, I love, I love traveling, but what I love most is meeting people and experiencing those cultures, you know, like, Mm -hmm. and I just, I want people to see that, like, it doesn't matter where you come from. It doesn't matter what you grew up in. I mean, you could have grown up like, you know, a complete atheist or Republican or, or, you know, an Orthodox Jew or Catholic, or it doesn't matter. We all have, have commonalities. And Mm -hmm. the fact that you're finding stuff to hate about somebody, that's a problem. Like you should just love what you love. Like you said, there's 80% that's very similar. And then there's 20%, you know, and people just Mm -hmm. focus on that. And it's like, I had a conversation with a, with a friend of mine that I I saw the summer and, he's on the Republican side of things. And he was like, you know, I, I, I love to recycle, but I don't tell my Republican friends because that's, that's a leftist issue. And I was like, that is the farthest thing from anything political. Like literally if this, if this planet goes away, we're fucked, we're done. None of us exist. It doesn't matter if you're Republican or Democrat or whatever. Like if we keep fucking this world up, we're done. You know? And I was like, all these yeah. issues that become politicized it's like
2: human life the- has become politicized
0: yes i i yeah and that's sc- that's right. the scariest part to me is, is like yeah you're not you're not melissa you are what you know like put mm-hmm. put what politics you are what gender mm-hmm. you are what mm-hmm. you know what your sexual mm-hmm. orientation is that's where you are and if if you're yeah. that then you're just like pushed away by some people you know and i think that's well, so fucked yeah up.
2: It's what's what's I think what's really when it becomes political, it it takes it from personal. Right. You're just like, I don't know these people. So now I'm just going to be like, we're going to talk. We're going to deal with the people like immigrants this way because I'm not an immigrant or I not. Now, I'll I'll forget that my grandparents, parents, whatever generation, but I will just be like. I don't have to deal with that. So like, let them deal with that. Gay people that way, women that way, like black people this way. You're just right. gonna like not deal with it until it hits you in the face. And like, it's something that is, is like, when I have a conversations, I try to explain like, it's, you know, with people that like about gay rights, um, like, or family members. Uh, it's more like, it's not political if it affects you personally, right? And right. with my family, it's also, you know, we knew it was like, you know, this is just the last of the Holocaust—that was legal. In in that was the, like a
0: government-sanctioned
2: torture and erasure, right, of people and yeah. criminal criminality. But it was legal. It was yeah. what that was done in that country. And so, like to that, so when you say it in that way, it's like Jews were targeted and some other people, but uh, Jews as a whole were just like all the Jewish people. So, like we understand that, like that's we're doing. If it doesn't affect you personally, yeah. You have to think of it that way. Imagine I was in that place of just who I am is illegal or who I love is illegal. Right. Well, you know, Kalayo and I are doing our new season and we're working we're doing we're talking to people in Africa. And it yes. is illegal. Who they love is illegal. And, right. and it just makes you like like I knew it was kind of, I knew it was bad. And I'm just we're still dealing with so much shit even in America right. or just in the, like the Western world, we're just dealing with like still the rights and stuff. But we talk to people in Africa and they, they could be killed. And they can be put in prison and they are bullied and viciously like g- gone after, like people go after you and harm you, like if they're gay. And to understand like, like how do we make a human being a pol- like a political thing? How right. is it like killing people? Yeah. Be like, oh, that's just an idea. Let's let's break it down. Let's break it down. Is this right or not? well, this is a leftist idea of it. Like how do we go, how do we get here to be like, let's so be be so blessed about someone's life
0: right right
2: and quality of life
0: like yeah i i actually i mean i earlier this year i was i was in like i started off the year in the arctic circle which was rad and then i went oh, wow I went, yeah i went down to finland and then my partner and i we decided to go through um the baltic states because we'd never been there so we went to estonia latvia lithuania and poland nice yeah what we didn't know that we were going to have was a very deep dive on the holocaust and the ghettos and Well, you were in Poland. Well, yeah, we were in Poland and then Latvia. Latvia and Lithuania. Like everywhere we went, we yeah. saw all the ghettos and Yeah. Oh it was like we actually went to Treblinka and that was by far like the most just Yeah. I can't even put words to it. Like none of my words could even like come close to what the feeling that I had of being there of like oh over a million humans were erased off of out of the world on this yeah in this area and yeah i think you know like that that is what truly scares me and i'm I'm glad you brought that up because it's like that that was legal you know and that's that's what happens when humans get politicized then they start becoming it doesn't matter they're they're on the other side let's just get rid of them
2: I mean, we do it now. I mean, there are kids in cages still. We right. don't talk about it so much. But this is what, like, we're continuously doing that. And black lives were doing that. Like, killing, right. you know, cops, like, some reason. Like, their lives matter less to right. our system yeah. somehow. Like, how do, yeah, how do we get here? And it's, it, it, I think the Holocaust is, I mean, this you know, Jews have been targeted for, for many times before the Holocaust. The Holocaust, I think, is a good, and not just Jew, Like, many different ethnicities have been targeted for being who they are. Right. And literally, as a baby, you're born there. You have no choice of who you are. But someone's going to hate on you just who you are, the color of your skin, your race, your religion, your ethnicity, identity, anything. And it, it just, like, I lost my train of thought. <laughs> <laughs> I was going somewhere with that, and I lost my train of thought. And, right. oh, the Holocaust is just a really clear way it's a really just look at how barbaric uh, 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 you and like a system of like, you would think, right. There, there's the Germans were upstanding individual, civilized human beings. And look how that, like, I think it's just a way for us to like, it's like a slap in the face. Right. And for all of us to be like, fuck, this can happen anywhere. Yeah. This can happen. where like civilized human beings, torturing and like killing other human beings legally. Yeah. Like, That's just scary
1: about that. That's the part I think that just like, just like really. Yeah, and also it's so so near in the in the timeline. You know, like you sometimes like think about these things and uh, and just like we think that it has been like so many millions Mm. of years ago, but it's really something very recent. Yeah, Yeah. I I was reading uh, uh, these adverts on the. Like the end of the 18th century, uh, on Spain, about like mm. selling slaves, like like where like you were selling.
2: Whatever. Yes, yes. And yeah.
1: uh, it's it's like, really Adam. really like shocking because you don't. I mean, you didn't grow up that way, but like just knowing that that was not that long ago.
2: Yeah, um, it's a good I,
1: reminder to have.
2: It's such a good reminder. Also, I think it's also like these like slavery, right? Slavery, the Holocaust, different genocides. Like, is that like? we're we're capable of that. Like as humanity, and then noticing the little ways that it's still done, not necessarily little ways from people that are suffering, but like the the, the, the smaller numbers maybe of people that are affected, but still like it's still happening in so many different places and in America, like it's still happening that people are treated this way. You know, we spoke to this woman who was uh, an asylum seeker from from Africa. She was from, where was she? Remind me What, what country in Africa was she from?
1: Married? So as uh, asylum, she's already a refugee in, uh, in England, in the United Kingdom. Yeah, and she is from Nigeria already. Nigeria, right? Okay. So, so yeah, she, she was sharing the whole.
2: Yeah, and she talks about just while while she was going through this process, right? For a year, she was kept locked up in England while they were doing this asylum, like making sure that it wasn't fake. And and she was you'll 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 have to listen to the episode yeah, and, and get more information. But like. She's talking about the, the 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 conditions that she had to live in, which was kind of like a prison. This is a woman that's looking for like asylum. She's trying to like just survive. She needs to live, leaving a country she loves, people she loves, and she comes to this country looking for freedom. And then like she still kept locked up. And like she's amazing. She fought for. She fought for a lot. And like one of the things she's accomplished is no woman will ever be sent to that place again because yes. it was extremely awful. Right That's And she's amazing. doing a lot of amazing work. She's helping other asylum seekers. she has her organization she's she's amazing. Um, and like it, it, for your listeners or like follow us and like get information. It'll, yeah. it'll come out soon and get information if you want to help her and we'll put information below as well for her organization so people can help. Yeah. Um, but yeah, the, the, the thing is that how it still happens in our legal system like it still happens in like everywhere in the world that people are just so mistreated. Yeah. And because it's this idea that we're just like it's just this machine, and it's just this—it's not about our humanity anymore. But then it's like we're trying to do, and I and I I see what you're trying to do is the same thing. Let's get back to the humanity of it. Let's yeah. get back to like loving each other and right. being like I care about you. You're a human being, yeah. and that is enough to be deserving of right. love and kindness.
0: Right. And you know, like to that point, like I can't tell you the amount of people because I I started it as a blog where I would just. I would I would share these questions and then I would I would share a list of questions and have people answer them and I would publish them weekly just on on my website. And the amount of people that would answer me and go you want me to be do you want me to do this and I was like yes yes you and especially if you're asking me that way yes like your story is important. Every story is important. You're a human. You matter. Like you have power in your story. I fully believe in empowerment, you know? And like, it was just, it just started off as this beautiful mission to say, you matter. We, you know, your story is important. Like also people that aren't paying attention to what's happening like this around the world, listen up. Get outside your bubble. Listen to someone who grew up differently than you, mm-hmm, who has different mm-hmm. views on life than you, because I guarantee there's going to be parts of it that you are very on the same same page about. For sure. And that's a good thing. It's great. I love going to different cultures and sitting in a cafe and getting lost in listening to a language that I don't understand and just drowning in it and not knowing yeah. anything about it, but I'm just loving it because those... People are communicating in a different, beautiful language that I can't communicate in. But that's so cool that that happens, that there's something I fully don't understand. And they do. There's a whole group of people that understand that language. And that's amazing.
1: Yes. But But I think that there has to be like a kind of like a switch for somebody to be open to those things. And I don't think it happens every time. But when it happens, you're obviously like when, when you do like your first discovery of understanding that the world that was... Surrounding you at that time is not like that everywhere. You are really much more open and start to see like all these bubbles that we were talking about and all these different ways of seeing the world. But like you, you really have to need to be like okay, like let's take this step that maybe is scary and maybe it's something that I'm not used to, and I'm gonna talk with somebody who is gonna like think completely different than I. But seeing, yeah, seeing the richness and seeing the the love in in, in that. Yeah, yeah I think that's really important.
0: Yeah, I, I this this comes up almost every podcast of mine because I just I, I heard this word a couple of years ago and I just love it and it's a word that is sonder s o n d e r, and the the or the the meaning of it is that every single person you two in in the screen right now, the woman outside walking her dog, anybody that plays a, even a mini part in your life is just as complex as you are. Has has love, has dreams, has goals, has sorrows, has, has their doubts in life, but they are just as complex as you are. And that every single human, no matter if you never know their name, you never come across them, you just drive past them or whatever, that person has just as crazy depth in their life as you do.
2: Is the word Sonder, S-O-N-D-E-R? Yeah. Swedish word, which means without. Yeah. That's amazing. Cause I, I'm just Googling it. I, I don't know. I don't know Swedish. Um, although I was in Sweden this past year before COVID. Yeah. Um, it was beautiful. But um it means without, right? Or or, or broken or something like that. It means like that yeah. So is that the idea that some that there's like a void and like pain in every person? Yeah. I think that's like just the idea that just the fact that we're human beings, that we're born, we're born like into this world knowing we're going to die. Like our parents are going to die. Like we are just eh, automatically are going to have to deal with pain. Like automatically, right? Like so yes, I think and then everyone has their own shit. And like it's been it's been also doing this podcast and realizing how much we're more similar than different. And that's also one of the goals to like point out in the podcast. But like, yes, we all have different backgrounds, we all have different um, experiences, and we're from different places. But like you were saying, we all have these basic needs, like these human desires, and this like, you know, of love and acceptance, and and just general, like, things that we can all relate uh, with, I think, and just focusing on like, how much we're similar. We're like, and it happens all the time, like, Palaya will find something that he feels like connects to is like, oh, that's similar to my experience. This is similar to my experience. Like I'll share stuff in my life and it just makes it all like, we're not that different. It doesn't matter where you're from. We're not that different. Yeah. We're just all humans. You yeah. know, we all have the sim- similar fears. We understand pain. We all want to be loved. Like yeah. we have so many things that are just, which is like the main things in life, right? So like right. when you strip politics aside and you ask somebody like why they believe what they believe, Many of many of the many of this stuff is out of fear, right? It's they're afraid for their lives and for their loved ones, or it's family. Like it's the same reasons why we, why we believe in something, right? It's like we think this is the right way. This is there's a reason. There's a person behind these views, and we yeah. have to talk to that. Yeah, we have to talk to that. Yeah,
0: totally. Now, Palaya, where did you grow up?
1: I grew up back in Spain, in Asturias, in uh, in the north of Spain, basically. And, okay. uh, yeah, it's a kind of, like, a little different from, like, what anybody understands of Spain. I think it's, like, a very, like, fresh nature, full of animals, Um, but it still has, like, that... It's interesting because a lot of people have, like, the thought that Spain is, like, fully Catholic, like, all the way around, and at the end of the day, it's, like, it's not really like that. I remember, like, growing up in and it's very part of the culture but then there's like a, a big group of people that are kind of like against religion in a way like atheist but against religion yeah they, they really don't associate with like the things that the Spanish church uh, and the Romanic church has done through the through the time in history so they really dissociate with that and they don't see that there may be like all the ways of understanding spirituality or religion or so there's a very like binary view on on that which is something that i also want to explore and break in the Mm. in our interviews that kind of like like we i didn't know what a jewish person was before coming to the u.s right because obviously like uh, the, the history right of like the inquisition and all that but like Really, literally, like, I have never met anybody Jewish
2: before coming here. I wonder, though, because, you know, we just found out my friend Genya is Jewish and she was Russian. She didn't know she was Jewish because wow. for many generations, people hid their Jewishness. So I wonder if you actually met people in Spain that were Jewish.
1: Definitely, yeah. probably, but that it's they just, just yeah. not, as, not themselves associating with, with right. uh, the religion or, or even the culture, you know, not even.
2: Yeah. And then I, and then I, I, I you know, he met me, so he's, yeah. Very, yeah. Like, he's very aware <laughs>
0: (laughs) (laughs) yeah i mean similar to that my my partner um she just found out that some of her uh family from belarus was jewish
2: Oh wow! but i mean that
0: was right around russia as well so like that was not a place where you were saying that
2: yeah 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 you know so interesting to see that yeah wasn't there like a like a long time ago was not a long time a few years ago i remember reading this like i think this was maybe done I don't remember, but it may have been done with uh, Jews and Palestinians or Jews and, like, Muslims. I'm not sure. It was a group of people that, like, people would assume are not, like, don't Actually, it wasn't. It wasn't Jewish. It was something else. Some two groups of people that were, like, part of the country. They were trying to, like, they were, they were not getting along. And they, would do, they did this DNA test and to see where they were from. And many of them had parts from both. And, wow. and what that does, and I, I don't remember if maybe somebody's like listening I remember it's, or but it was this it was so interesting to see is that they were not what they thought they were. They weren't all pure one thing, right? Or pure something else. It was understanding that we all have they have and what what does that do then? If I hated somebody but now I'm like they're like kind <laughs> yeah. of part like I'm also that.
0: Yeah, yeah.
2: I feel like imagine that would be our whole world. Like everyone is like, how can you hate on other people? You're just like, oh, that's my family. That's like someone else. That's like, oh, I'm related to them more. You know, it right. helps. It, it, I thought it was a really cool experiment of people, and they weren't, they didn't know, so it looked like it wasn't staged. I don't know, yeah. but it looked like, and people are like, what do we do now? Yeah, Nathan's friends. I can't, and my brain is just going Jews, like right. it. I, don't, <laughs> I don't, I don't know, but it was something.
0: But I mean, that's so true because, like, anytime, anytime you find out. Any of your DNA and your history, like you're, yeah. it's going to be from all over the place. Not, yeah. there's not one person that's going to be like, I'm straight from Georgia.
2: Yeah, right. that's Where it. Are originally from- yeah, I'm
0: just from Georgia. Here I am. That's it, man. My whole family's Georgia. It's like it's yeah. not going to happen, dude. Yeah, <laughs> like it's you're. It's- there's going to be influences. I mean, this country was founded by immigrants. You know, like
2: yes,
0: and it didn't stop. <laughs> yeah, it's just. That that one always blows my mind when, when people just are like, "This is it. This is what I am. I'm American." It's like, no, you got. There's something else in your in your in your blood.
2: Yeah, yeah, exactly. And I think it it helps us. It helps us to understand that we're just, we're more alike. I think anything that helps us understand we're more alike. I'm like, yes. Which is, can I ask you a question? Yeah. So I'm wondering. So you were you were raised in Tennessee?
0: No, I was raised in Ohio.
2: Ra- oh right. You live okay. So you're raised in Ohio. So what made you travel? Like what made you be like, I'm gonna get out and see the world?
0: Um so that's a good question, actually. I um I initially contribute my uh just my mind opening is when I found punk rock when I was a kid. Yeah,
1: uh, yeah.
0: And it was just because they were so accepting of of others which i don't think if if people don't listen to it they wouldn't really know that but like you know they're very anti anti anti-government but like they're anti-bullying anti all the you know all all the negatives that we're seeing that like they're very anti that and so like i found it in like fifth and sixth grade and it was the time when i was really starting to search for what the fuck is all of this and then I found that music and I, I I just related to it. And I was like, all right, there's something bigger than this. And I truly actually stumbled into traveling. I, I moved to Virginia and I actually, funny enough, went to uh, Liberty University, which is Jerry Falwell. I, I didn't know
2: the university.
0: Jerry Falwell's university. It's a very Baptist university. Okay. Yeah. Um I'm, su- I'm I'm surprised it hasn't come up in any of your your interviews yet. It hasn't. <laughs> well, so anyway, it's a very we'll Look ba- out for it now. Yeah, it's a very Baptist University and so I my, my dad said I he would pay for me to go there and so I went there just to get away. It was 8 hours from Ohio, so I was like I'm out of here. And then I I stumbled, like I got in a relationship, got out of a relationship, moved to Atlanta and then stumbled into the music industry. Mm-hmm. And Luckily, I started getting paid to travel. And then like I had always wanted to travel. I just didn't have the money to. So any little trips that I could take, I just I just loved like I got to go to Virginia and that, you know, like, I don't know, I just fell in love with it when I started traveling while I was working. And then when I started to make money, I was like, okay, I'm gonna go see the world.
2: That's amazing. If you find ways that I can be paid to travel, please just, you yeah. know, send it my way. <laughs> like, that's amazing.
0: <laughs> yeah, I mean, I've been, s- like, severely fortunate to to do that for the last 15 years, except this year. Mm. It, it was a little different this year, but, um, yeah. yeah, it just, I don't know. I was always fascinated. I always loved maps as a kid, too. I just, I loved mm. geography. I loved looking at other places and picture books from around the world and being like, what is that? You know, like... Where is this place?
2: And how much does that open your mind? Like, how much does that open your mind when you travel? Like, it's,
0: I, there, there's no better way to do it, you know? I mean, yeah. I tell this story a lot too, but it's, it's such a good one to me where I was like, if, if people could feel this way yes. even once in their lifetime, they would think so much differently about how they treat people that come here. I was living in Denmark with a friend of mine. Um, 2018 2019 and I went into I I got back from a show and I was going into this pizza shop to get some pizza and it was like 10 30 at night it was the only place open because it was a small village and I walk in and I look at the man and I I just said cheese pizza and he just looked at me dead face and was just like didn't say anything so I pointed at the pizza and he just looked at me dead face again and I was like you know, it was one of those awkward moments. I was like, I don't know any Danish. It's a very difficult language. So I was like, I don't know what to do. I've, I've said my words and I've pointed at things. And I'm, it's not going anywhere. So I just looked at him and I turned around and I just started to walk out because I was like, awkwardly not knowing what to do to speak to this or communicate with this person. And as I turned around, I heard like the biggest belly laugh I've ever heard in my life still to this day. And this man just started cracking up laughing. And I turned around and he's like, I'm fucking with you. And I was like, what? <laughs> and he was just like, we just don't get anyone. I don't speak English with anyone here. What, like, what? tell me your story. And so I told him what I was up to. And he was like, You should have seen your face. And I was like, Yeah, I can imagine, man. Like, I just didn't know what to do. You know, I was like, What do you do when your words and your your actions don't communicate? And at that moment I felt like this big. And I was yeah. like, if more people But the thing was too, is I respected that I I I he doesn't have to serve me there because I'm not speaking his language. If he doesn't know my language, that's my problem. Because I'm yeah. in his, I'm in his country. I should know yeah. Danish. I'm coming to his restaurant, trying to get some food, and he doesn't have to speak English. It's not his native tongue. I mean, we're yeah. fortunate. I'm, I'm fortunate to know English because it is so commonly, you know, spoken around the world. But I, you know, if if more people could feel that way, like the way that I felt, of like I literally cannot say anything to this person, you would change. It would it change your mind
2: for sure. For sure, I remember. I remember just being in the, like cause I. I travel. I, I like to travel too, and um. But I, I often travel in Europe, and I remember just being in. I think it's Dominican Republic and feeling like I feel like an idiot. I can't explain myself, and that feeling was just <laughs> yeah. like ah. And I like, can imagine living somewhere and like people hating on you, be like speak English. You know, there's all those stories that people get mad. It's like hey, look people. I <laughs> think it makes you understand that like. Also, we're raised as Americans that like we're the best
0: of course self-proclaimed
2: and that, like that cocky <laughs> yeah self-proclaimed i mean we have a president that agrees right now that's very strong about it but like hopefully he'll be awesome but like right like, america is the best and then you get to travel and you're like oh there's other ways to live
0: better ways to and
2: live. that's better ways it doesn't have to be this way we don't have to like it's not a doggy dog world like we don't have to live this way we don't have to be so low and an abrasive and just everything is up for our like, comfort and gain, and like, kind of understand how to be nicer and more you, like, you know, just not as big headed. I think it's just like in our, with the, it's, I remember when I went to seminary in England, that was a thing. Like, um, they knew I was American, one. They always knew they, they can point at Americans louder, more confident. Confidence is good. But like, like, you just come in thinking, like, oh, this is like, you know, we take over. And yeah. like, I remember like learning just like, this is not, like, I have to, like, respect this more, right? And, like, it's understanding, like, we we need to understand. Yeah, I think it would, I think it's an amazing story. I think it would help other people. Yeah. Understand how to be a little bit more humble and understand our, you know. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's definitely.
0: Palayo, did you ever deal with that?
1: Which part? The part uh, of going to a place where nobody knew what uh, to say?
0: Uh, no, just just in in when you came to the States, did you ever deal with someone? I mean, you speak English, so, you know, like, I, I just didn't know if you had dealt with anyone.
1: Yeah, not at all. I think that also, like, can tell you that, like, there's more, many more reasons because I've never, ever, ever, and I've spoken, like, at the beginning, I had friends who were Spanish, but we're white. So, uh, that can tell you that, like, people will never come to you and tell you, oh, like, you you should be not speaking Spanish. Like, yeah. It has never happened to me. I've never known anybody in Spanish that has, like going through anything like that, so it's kind of like uh, fucked up. Yeah, <laughs> <to> say <laughs> it uh, quickly. <laughs> because, yeah. Yeah. Like, like I said, like I had Spanish friends and we were basically Spanish, speaking Spanish most of the time. I mean, I'm also like I have I work in international relations, so like I'm used to like that kind of like culture. But yeah. even in the streets of New York or in restaurants or any space, you know, you
2: like have a beautiful white you're a beautiful white boy like a yep. man not a boy sorry you have grown up <laughs> but like yeah that's really it just racially uh like that's that's a yeah people telling other it people is, it's yeah. literally if they look because right. also, yeah it's it's it really that's where race is such that's, that's where you see it it's like there's so much like just shit just because somebody is you know different Who's color
1: different looking different, different. Yeah, and play a lot.
0: Yeah, yeah. Well, and and one thing that I think about all of it is like, okay, you're making fun of this person who who is speaking, just is, is is attempting to speak your language. If they're speaking your language, that means they speak another language, and you don't. So where the fuck are you coming from? Like well, I can't yeah. say anything to someone. But, yeah, it's your second, maybe third language. You know, like a lot of countries, depending on what country it's from. I mean, they're from. It's like. It could be their third or fourth language.
2: Right. That's something I also say. When people apologize, they're like, I don't speak English really well. I'm like, I don't speak French. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. you don't apologize to me. I'm like, I, I don't speak. Like, I don't you speak, speak a, all these other languages. Like, don't, <laughs> yeah. don't apologize. Yeah, I mean, literally. my,
0: my second podcast, I I'm, had uh, had this woman that we, my partner and I met in Estonia her first language was Russian, her second was Estonian, and she'd spoken English for three years and she speaks English incredibly well. And I was just like, Girl. I mean, you that's far cooler than I can say about anything that I do. <laughs> you know, it's like yeah. unbelievable. Yeah. It's so crazy. Um, I wanted to ask you, how how were your coming out story? Like, how was your coming out?
1: Coming out um i was like we just had a we were kind of like reminiscing on this and uh, i think for for me at least it has been like something like very gradual although i never had like that kind of like confusion stage where you don't really know like who you are or like what exactly defines you i really always knew uh that i was gay and um but it was just like that, like at the beginning with like growing up and uh, the religious environment was really not like the best space to be yourself in any way. Um, I'm also very like creatively inclined. So it was like everything was like put it in a package, like everything that I was that was not kind of like welcomed. Uh, it was not spoken against directly. But like certain comments from your family, certain comments that you see around and uh it's just like I like I really closeted myself um, as much as I could until I started being able to like live freely in another place uh, in Spain and finally uh, after five years of living there uh, in a very like fratty environment with a lot of like university people and college people who are still like maturing I moved to New York and finally there which was actually when I met Melissa was when I. I started to like feel more comfortable and explore like the dating scene and, and started being being able to to share it and it was once I, I got to that like psychological level of like being able to be completely out I came out to my parents like from the distance of because it's tricky you know when you live in another country you go back home for just like a, yeah. a couple of days on each time and it's like oh I have to like come out to my parents in the Christmas dinner it's kind of like <laughs> yeah. Not it can ideal. be annoying you know yeah um so again i said okay listen like i'm not gonna like she asked me something on the phone i say i know it may not be like the proper way to go about this but
2: like what's the proper way
1: you know like right. i should not have to to be like I should not
2: have to, yeah.
1: going That's, through yeah. different protocol there's not a protocol so i just share it on the phone and then yeah she just like uh, was a little bit surprised that i didn't trust but I had my own reasons, and, um, since then it has been pretty much okay. pretty
0: good. Oh, good. Yeah. I can't imagine going home for three days and being like, Hey, here's this. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah.
2: It's, it's also something I feel like, like, man, I can't wait till we get to a place that people don't have to come out. Right. And right. that I'm not questioned. Like, like my femininity is not questioned and right. how you are as a man or a girl. Like, you know, like I can't wait till we get to a place that all that all that like our gender and our sexuality is not something we have to explain to others. We can just be. Yeah. Like how nice would that be once if if we're living in that place? Um. So for me, it was more. For me, it's still kind of like with my family. It's difficult because some the people like that I like I told my dad when I was dating. I, I was in a serious relationship a few years ago, and I I, I told my dad I just um we were doing like. I was working on a book with my dad. It's I hope to get back to it one day, but we're working on, I it, it, it took a break, needed a lot of therapy, but like, it's it's, a, it's also like a beautiful thing that we get to do together. But I was working on a book and like, we would have a conversations, and we got to a conversation that was around gay marriage around that time. Was it was like legalizing. And we had a conversation about it and I had to let him know that it wasn't straight so that his view on that would be different. Yeah. It was a hard conversation I have, but he was, it's very he was very accepting in the way i think that once i'm not religious to them it's all the same it's just like i'm not living that kind of life so they don't really to them it's not much different so he was like do i like it no do i accept it yes like it's not like you know he's like i love you like he accepts it so the best way possible but like he literally said like you're not living the life i want i wanted for you so to me it's not any different and i was like would you would you meet her and he's like yeah like, I can meet your friend. I still have to make it clear that it's not a friend. It's still a partner, you know? Of course. Um, uh, yes, yeah. but he knows about my partner now. And, like, they they don't talk about it like my partner. My mom knows her and just think she's, like, my roommate and friend and thinks she's <laughs> wonderful and sends home food for her yeah. and always asks about her. So, like, I feel like as much as they want to know, um, they know. With yeah. my mom, it's, it's I, I'm being very careful. It's something that I feel like I worked really hard to, Get to a healthy place with my family, right? And it, was, it took it took a while. And they're really, I had a wonderful family. Like they're really great people. So, but it took time for us to get on the same page. They were really afraid for me because it was a world that they didn't understand, and they felt unsafe. So they were worried about me. So the first few years, it was just like wh- we don't know what's happening. And like my sister would like, you know, she she had nightmares that she would get called. And I I thankfully I I'm, I'm not an addict, so I haven't ever, and I haven't really tried drugs. But my sister, the only thing she knew from the outside world was oh, just man. kind of like she thought she's going to get a call from the cops that I, you know, overdosed on drugs. Because <laughs> that, that that does happen to some people when you don't sure. have the tools yeah. to, like, get into the world. It happens to some people that leave the community. But I've never done that. But sh- she would have that. And another sister of mine thought I, like, she would, like, disinfect the bathrooms when I would come because after I would leave because she thought somehow I would be, like, I would have HIV. And she thought sure. that somehow she could get Right. With anything that they thought, like, they were just scared. They had no idea about my actual life and didn't ask about it, but they were just like, this is going to happen. So once you get over that and they realize I'm stable. So it's then it's like, how much do I introduce to them different concepts and different ways that people live and different ways that I live. So like at first I was really in their faith and talking about everything. And then they had all this fear. And then as we grew, they grew, I grew, you know, as a human being and just being like as family as well. And just being like, I'm more aware of who I share what with, and so with my mom, I, I slowly I share my life. I talk to her about the podcast. She knows Palayo is gay. She knows so much of the work that I do. So if she wants to know I'm gay, she does. Yeah. Um, it feels like she doesn't. So for me, it's a little bit like telling a five-year-old too much about, like you know how the world works. So I have to go slowly. <laughs> so sure. maybe one day, but like you know, slowly I came out to my brother-in-law this year because he asked. I came out to my sister at uh, the like, uh, end of last year. And the rest of my family, I have two sisters I'm very close with, so they have met my partners and they know they know about me. So it's like I have a large family. So it's very slowly because at first also they get afraid of their children. It's a bad influence. Like I have to be really careful. Yeah. So I feel like it's a continuously coming out. There was also orig- initially this resistance of what does it mean? Like first, I shouldn't have to come out. And also what does it mean? Uh, I was so afraid of being put in another box, and so that's where our podcast kind of comes in because I was, I was so afraid of being like, now I'm a, you know, I'm a gay person, and this is what my life is. Yeah. And I was just, I'm just the person, like who I sleep with or I'm attracted to, <laughs> right. and also like for me, it's not as clear cut. It's not like, oh, I was, I was married, I had an arranged marriage. It wasn't like, oh, I'm suffering because I'm with a man. That's not my, my personal story, right? Yeah. So my sexuality is more fluid. And so for me to suddenly have to come out, I was like, what does that mean? am I going to now be put in a box. What if eventually I want to date somebody else that, you know, something that's male? like what is happening? I was so afraid of putting myself in another box. So I resisted that for so long. Sure. And then Talaya and I doing the podcast, I feel much more like I'm embracing who I am. And also that it's not that black and white. And so yeah. I can say that I'm gay. I can say that I'm a lesbian and also be open to the idea that I might find like a, a man attractive or I might eventually, if that happens, it doesn't feel like that's something currently, but like, Just knowing that it's not that black and white. And so I like queer. um, I said it's a very long answer to your coming up. I guess it's still a coming up. Isn't that strange thing? (laughs) The cool thing is, the cool thing is, is that I think what it does for queer people, what I think we all should do, which is constantly evaluate our lives and be like, what is this for me? Right. I think we have to, we have to figure out our own way and figure out words and language to explain who we are and, and, and let that as time goes on i feel like there's a lot more fluidity people understand fluidity more and the idea that there's it's not as binary people understand it more hopefully everywhere but i think as queer people we have to make our own way and that you know and it would be cool if straight people are like you know just because somebody says models are what i should be attracted to maybe like i have my own thing that i'm you know just like let people like be who they are yeah i think it would be yeah so i think that would be cool it was a very long-winded answer i'm sorry about that
0: no be sorry I love it I think it's fantastic and I, I agree I think I think there, there's no boxes it's just be you you know just it's be like, you just exactly. be yourself and I you know like I, I I love I love that sentiment you know it's just like whoever you're attracted to it doesn't matter like that doesn't change who you are it right. doesn't it I doesn't just, make yeah. you this like Crazy evil person. It's it's just what sh- who you like. You know. It's that's it's, it's yeah. It's really not. It's not anything to be afraid of. It's not anything to be like. What is it? it's like? It is.
2: It can be it, really scary when someone says that's bad, right? Well, of course, it Can be yeah. really scary, but it can be really scary in so many ways. If somebody, if your family is not accepting them because of race, if your family family is not accepting because they don't make as much money, or if you're, you know, there's so many different ways, or religion, or and this is queerness, there's so many ways that we get. I spoke to this friend of mine who's a straight man, and he talked about this girl that he was that he liked. And he's like, he really, really liked this person. He had dated her for a while, they've broken up because they lived in different places They're trying to get back together. So it was like the love of his life, right? And he talked about the fact of like, she's not a 10. I'm like, what does that mean? Oh. Tell me what that means. But he's around all these bros, right? And I had to break it down for him and he's like, You're right. Like to me, she is because she's perfect for me. Like to me, she is a ten. I had to talk him through that. And that my the sad thing is like there are people that like are that's how they see the world, and that I think that's their you know like that's what I mean that people need to think about what who they love without other people's perception of that. Yeah. Um, which was it was wild to me that he thought that I haven't been in that world. Like so, it was really I was like, what does that mean? Yeah. And yeah. we literally had to talk, and he thanked me. He thanked me for that, like for the eye opening for him. <laughs>
0: oh, eye opening yeah, sure, yeah.
2: that like a ten can be like what it means for him. To, like, like right. and, and first of all, don't number people, but also <laughs> like, yeah, <laughs> it was wild.
0: Yeah. Um, all right. So on that kind of on that note, um, this is for both of you. Um, what what gives you hope?
1: <sighs> what gives you hope? I really like what, like, um, I really like what uh, this woman, Alexandra Acacio Cortez said about hope that she said that it was a muscle that you have to, to develop. And I think that in general, these big concepts, we, we kind of like make them very like outside of ourselves. Like I said at the beginning uh, of the interview, like we, we have it as something that is not inside of us. And we kind of like don't take responsibility. For um, creating it, like like it could be hope, but it could also be love, or it could be like so many other concepts, right? That we just like like inspiration. Also, we can leave it to like fall from the trees, or we can cultivate ourselves. Um, so for me, hope is I, I really agree with that definition. Something that you work on, um, something that you have to constantly, you know, like when they say like you when you fall, like you have to like get up, and, and that's something that sometimes you have to do by yourself without anybody like helping you and at the end of the day if you don't want to see the hope and if you don't want to see like the positive side of things appreciate for what you have in life and being reminded of all that i think that nobody can can teach you how to be hopeful or maybe they can guide you but i don't think teach you uh per se um so for me that's hope yeah that's i hope i uh came out clear
0: yes <laughs>
2: yeah that's really nice i like that a lot yeah yeah well since you quote people polio i feel like i have to do the same okay <laughs> so because you're like you're like so smart <laughs> now okay so <laughs> no for me i think you know like looking for the helpers like you know like what is it Fred, mr rogers would say that to look for the helpers right yeah. and so i think that's really like there's so much shit in the world sometimes and yet and also like sometimes doing the work that we do we speak to people and you're just like Fuck, this world is messed up. There's so much pain. And there's yeah. so much, and but but you can also s- choose to kind of see it and like look at the people doing the work. Look at the people that are putting their lives at risk in some cases and yeah. doing the work and helping other people. Look at the people that are like you know sacrificing so much, uh, and 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 doing all this. So I think. So looking, looking for the helpers, looking at the good people in society because they're always there are. Yes. I think in every case there there is. So you can yep. look at that, um, and I think also doing that also helps you find the good in yourself. I I think right. Yeah. I think when you it inspire it can inspire you to be like oh let me let me try to help or let me look at the positivity in my life. So I think that's really helpful, hopeful, uh, and also. I think having these kind of conversations, right? Like the same friend of mine, and this is a friend that grew up like I did, so and was newly out, right? Mm-hmm. So it's it's a friend, so it's somebody that's in a little different like le- level of life, like just kind of uncovering life and the world in yeah. a different way. And he had started to like see because of me had seen like you know queer people be different, like b- b- kind of understand and have like a lesbian in his life and understand queer people and gay people and be like, oh, these are human beings just like me, you know. And so he, he told me that he had a friend, a friend of him was, uh, they were driving in the car and this friend, there was like a, a gay couple kissing and the friend was like, ew. And he said, it's, it's, he said, it's such a shame that that's how you see these people can be wonderful and you're like missing out on life. You're right. just like judging people. And he played an episode of our podcast to this guy. Right? Yes. And then this guy afterwards was like, oh, they're right. Like, she's right. They should have rights like everybody else. And like, <laughs> it just made him just be like, oh, these are normal people. They right. look like me and you, and they're normal. Yeah. Um, and they, you know, they deserve just e- e- rights. And like, you know, um so it, that gives me a lot of hope when sometimes it's just like just putting it in f- someone's face being like, these are. You know, even me having conversations with my nieces, I had conversations about like trans people and just yeah. showing them photos or just like of people they are like, oh, she's trans? Like, yeah. Like, you know, these people are normal human beings, right? And it's not just a concept. And I think when you do that and I think when you tell people stories and you see – we see those little – like, you know, we have people from our podcast that write to us that they came out or, you know, like an 18-year-old in, in like uh, – she's Mexican but her mom was living somewhere – where where was her mom living, Goliath? I forgot.
1: I don't remember exactly.
2: Somewhere else, and she came out to her mom. She was like young, and she was struggling with it. And she reached out to us. Like it, it's amazing. And then people, somebody El Salvador. in France, yeah, he was a Salvador. Salvador. She had a small. There was another person, like you know, from a small town of France, that had come out years ago. Her parents didn't accept it. Came out again. Just like listening to the podcast, being inspired by people. You know, we bring a lot of interesting people on our podcast and people that have gone through a lot and it inspires other people and so giving them like that gives me a lot of hope for people to like be like oh like i can now love myself more that's uh-huh. like that's the you know, right so so those ways are really really obvious ways yeah uh, that people are like yeah that people are healthy and people change i really believe like if people love themselves more they will love other people more like real love not like you know yeah yeah but I think I really think that if we love who we are and we accept ourselves, we can then accept other people yeah. and love them. So, so that's when you see that—that's like, that's the dream. That's the goal. That's like the world I want to live in. You know?
0: Yeah. Well, you two yeah. give me hope for having these kind of conversations. So,
2: Aw, thank and you. That, a, 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 thank you.
0: Especially circled around around religion. You know, that yeah. is that is something that that is so ingrained in so many people like we've talked about that you know it gives me hope to see to see you spreading Mm. spreading that knowledge and that that love to people that that have been through all that
1: yeah yeah thank you thank Thank you you. for giving the space to that because sometimes like we share like we we kind of like classify ourselves and because of like the boxes right that we put on ourselves it's like an lgbtq podcast but really our stories are, are human and uh, yeah, we have shared stories that, that they're very like relatable to a lot of people and not yes. only because of the LGBTQ thing, you know, they can be yeah. from completely outside and yeah. they're super interesting and uh, there's always that human aspect that is common to, to everybody. Yeah,
0: absolutely.
2: Yeah, for sure. And, yeah, and thank, thank you for the work that you, yes, and also thank you for the work that you do. Hey,
0: yeah. I, uh,
2: in the world, yes. Uh, like thank it's you. so I appreciate needed. That. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely.
0: Yeah. I just... I love conversations. I love, I love hearing stories. I love sharing stories. I love connecting with people. You know, it's, it's what we have, you know, this, this, this beautiful human humanity that, that needs to be spread around. So I'd I love doing my part to, to spread it. out. Yeah.
2: yeah um, and that's actually, that's super also, right. Sorry. There's a quick thing. That's another thing that like, right. There's a lot of like who, whose stories get told, right. There's often time in the media and stuff or in like shows it's like, whose who story gets told, and we need to expand that. Yeah. And so it's really important to give voice, like we all have stories and we all every, deserve a voice. Every
0: like, human has a story.
2: Every human, And there's yeah.
0: power in every one of them.
2: Yeah, for sure.
0: Um, so I have two more questions for both of you. And I, I ask everybody, and I, I just love doing, especially this one. Um, what would you want the world to know about you?
2: What a good question. <laughs> uh, okay. I have an answer. All right. Uh, one of the things, so what, what's coming to my mind now is, is that you can help other people even when you feel not perfect. And even when you feel not, like you still need help, you can still help other people and that can help you, right? So sometimes it's like, it's like not always am I super comfortable with my sexuality, my my identity, my family, like a religion. It's still it's still consistently something I continue to explore consistently. So it's not like I have all the answers, but you could still kind of make voice and give room for that even while you're struggling. I think I think like you don't need to you don't need to have landed to be like oh now I'm here and now I can help people. Yeah. Um. So I think that I think yeah that I don't have all the answers. But, but, but i'm here and i'm, I'm trying and I, I hope for other people to like kind of do the same
1: yeah i love that yeah and for me i think that i wouldn't like anything in particular to like come across um but if something from like the things that we do i would really like to that it, they shouldn't be thinking on on binaries or like what how, to, oh, how yeah. things could be or, or could not and that we can keep exploring more degrees the grace and keep trying, you know, sometimes it's an exercise that's difficult, even, even for us who are like working on, on these, like building bridges between society and bridges that are from like two islands that are completely separate. But even when you're in that work, like sometimes you fall into that, you know, with your partner, with your parents, with your friends, it's just easy to go like, Oh, this is how it should be. This is who the blame is for. And this is how this person is. Um, just take it like uh, more fluid than all of that. And uh, Mm. whatever you take from me, good or bad, um, just let it be moldable and uh, changeable through time and uh, give me some space for learning and getting better as a person. Mm.
2: Yeah.
0: So beautiful. That's so beautiful. I have, this has been so fun. I've I've been looking forward to this. I was so excited. Thank you. We got together today. It was really fun. Um, So, any, any last, like, what you would say to the world or, you know, promotion for yourselves and your podcast, yeah. any of that? Like, parting parting wisdom.
2: Yes. So for our podcast, we're the Forbidden Apple Podcast, and we are, are we are, I'm going to start it again. We are on all streaming platforms, so you can find us everywhere, and there's also a Facebook page we have, which is, what is it, Palayo, the Facebook page?
1: The Facebook page is uh, LGBTQ Spirituality, the Forbidden Apple. And yes. you can also go to our website, and we have a, a spiritual. What we were referring to at the beginning of the unfuck your spirituality, we have a, a PDF that comes with like very clear guidelines on 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 for people who want to reclaim their spirituality and see what works for them and what doesn't from a very open view, interfaith. Yes. Uh, so you can download that, that in in our website. And for yes. me, I wanna uh, share that I have a YouTube channel that is called Pelayo AF. And I discuss things related with spirituality and self development, but with a fun twist. And for twenty twenty one, I'll be focusing more on, on comedy and making like satirical things that, to do the same thing for like trying to like upgrade society and and get better and have fun with, with doing the process.
2: Yeah, check it out. Like I, 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 you know, like I know really well. I see him a lot. We talk a lot and I'm still not sick of him, right? And so, like, when you watch, the, like, if you watch it, you won't regret it. I, still, I think it's really, really funny, and I think you'll love it. Um, it's really fun. You learn a lot, and it's funny. I've always, like, continue. I'm really yes, proud.
1: she's my I biggest really... I'm my biggest reporter. I really I'm,
2: a, I'm, 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 I'm a really big fan. I am. So I'm already a check big him fan. out there.
0: I'm already right? a big yeah. fan. Yeah,
2: yeah. It's really funny, because it's such, I think it's important, right? In our podcast, we focus a lot on, like, you know, coming together and, like, focusing on our, similarities rather than differences and kind of come through like strengths like there's a lot of people inspiring stories but I think Pilato's podcast focuses in a in a short shorter like uh like it's shorter episodes or shorter videos in this like very clear way of how you can kind of just be like connect to our higher self but in a way that's like easy to take in and fun and like everybody would like I feel like you watch that and you're just like yes I want to do that yes yeah. Yes, yes. Like you watch it and you're just like, yes, and you get to laugh and it's fun. So I'm, I'm promoting that. Um. But yes, also you can also write us on Instagram and we, you know, we respond. So like uh, the Forbidden App on Instagram, I'm Melissa Weiss on Instagram and you can find me. Um. I'm also an actor and I, I'm hopefully now with COVID things are hard to like pitch but just follow and, and, and things will come up soon Um. and Pelayo's Instagram as well.
1: Pelayo, yeah, same thing.
0: Awesome. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, I feel like we could sit on here and talk for days. <laughs> so I yes. I truly appreciate you, you, your time, and hanging out with me. Yes,
2: yeah, thank you. thank you. Thank you for inviting us.
1: Of course. And let's nice stay in to touch to and, yeah, and be absolutely. friends from here on. Like yes. We're already connected, so we looking yeah. forward to, to listen yes. to this and to just...
2: To make the world a better yeah. place. Yes,
0: absolutely. Like, yeah, And at some point, you know, we'll, we'll be able to hang out in real life. Yeah. Yes. I come, Oh, that would be amazing. I come through New York quite often, so...
1: Oh, That's fun! Let
2: us that would know. be so much yes. fun. Yeah, so much
0: fun. Definitely will. We'll have yeah, a beautiful sure. rest of your evening tonight, and thank, thank you again you. for everything.
2: You. Yes, right. thank, thank you. Thank, thank you. See
0: you. Thank you so much. Bye. Have bye. a great
1: day, Nick. Bye, bye.